cold brew coffee with clean, simple ingredients. Quite simply, it is one of our favorite beverages here at the Rock Savages podcast. One of the best single source and mindful coffee brands on the market today is Caveman Coffee Company. Go to their website today, cavemancoffeeco.com, and check out their excellent cold brew nitro, saber-tooth dark roast, vanilla latte, and much, much more. That way you guys can support small business and this podcast by entering promo code ROCK at checkout, R-O-C-K at checkout, to receive 15% off every single order now and forever. And be sure to live your best pirate life with Caveman Coffee Company. Alright man, you got a lot of stuff going on since the last time we talked. I I think we talked back last February and I think it was before all the COVID stuff. So I, I think you had tours lined up and everything and that probably all went by the wayside, I assume. Uh, yeah, you're a little hard to hear, to be honest. Um, so uh, huh. I'll do the best that I can. Is that better? Yes, much better. Okay. Sorry about that. Just a little podcast difficulties. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we we talked last February. I think that was before all the uh, all the uh, COVID stuff. I listened back a little bit on the last episode just to make sure I'm not going to repeat myself with questions. Right. <laughs> pre, pre, pre-shutdown. I'm sure then everything was bright, shiny rainbows and unicorns. It sounded like it. Yep. How's everything been going otherwise? I know you've been staying busy, which we'll get into, but um, how's, it, how's life out in L.A.? Are you still out there? A lot of people are leaving L.A. Yeah, man. I, I've, I've thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's... it's it, it, it is for the first time in my life been a semi-real conversation. So, um, you know, we'll see it. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, no, look, I, I, I don't want to be, uh, you know, paint a negative picture at all. I mean, it, it, you know, to, obviously the pandemic sucks. Right. Um, but I, I've looked at it as an opportunity. I've tried to look at it as an opportunity for all the bands that I work with and kind of really, you know, focusing on what we can do, uh, how we can best utilize our time, you know, in the midst of all of this. And, um, you know, potentially what can we do innovative, you know, what, what can we uncover that we can potentially walk away from this uh, thing with that we can then utilize to our advantage moving forward, you know? Um, so, you know, I've, I've kind of just imagined like, okay, well, just because we can't play music doesn't mean that my dudes aren't musicians, right? It doesn't right. mean that it, it doesn't make it doesn't make anyone less of a creative. It doesn't make anyone less of a, a, a of an enthusiastic person that wants to make art and be able to get it to their fans so that they can hear it and enjoy it, right? It doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make those people any less of being that type of a person. So that being said. You know, how, how do you imagine a, and work within uh, a music industry that doesn't have the traditional sense of how we 
project our art and get it into the hands and ears and eyes of the fans, right? So it, it's almost imagining like, well, let's not pretend, let's not let's not pretend of like how it used to be. Let's imagine how it is now, and this is a, a, a brand new square one that we have to start with. And and how how does that how does that music business work, right? You're a musician. Um, you got to get your art out there. How, how do we do that? And how do we do that effectively? And how do we make sure that the the fans are are are, are stoked about about getting it? You know, so um, you know that's 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 the way I've been treating this time. Yeah, that's a great mindset. You know, I've been watching you know like the bands doing all the live streams and stuff, and you can tell they have the same mindset. It's like we're gonna go do this one way or the other, and uh, yeah. they're just adapting to what what they have left i mean they still have a fan base some you know a lot of the bands that are doing the live streams have a fan base i feel bad for the bands that are there like their second album in and they're just now starting they were just starting to get people at the shows and you know this it, it's that's kind of the game of momentum where they're kind of at that yeah. point in their career but um it's a great opportunity to write and record so i'm hoping that this year's like a rock and roll renaissance of sorts you know and it just kind of we get a lot of rock records out there and hopefully Maybe in the fall we'll start seeing some, some tours, and then next year we'll see some uh, some more tours. You know, we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's it's good to keep a good mindset, man. I mean, there's not much you can do about it except uh, just forge ahead, and that's what you've been doing. I mean, you have a new podcast. I just um, I just caught up on it, and I was I'm a obviously a podcast consumer myself. But the one thing I am con- confused about with, with Spotify is the, the premium and the non-premium because I, I didn't think we could get it if you didn't have the premium, but that's not true. You just you just get a shorter version of the podcast when it's not on premium, correct? Yeah, so if you, if you listen to it on the non-premium version of Spotify, you don't get the full songs. You right. only get like a, a, a taste of the songs. Right. So, you know, look, I mean... I recommend I recommend listening to it uh, the, if you have premium you know I, I recommend listening to it that way right yeah I'm, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get premium I think you know because a lot of podcasts are moving over to that but I did listen well, to the yeah shorter... I mean they, they, they've you know they've Spotify has certainly doubled down on podcasting um, you know they're not they're not wrong to do so in, in, in my opinion right um, I think Apple had a really good opportunity um, there, and it seems like they they kind of fallen off. You know, they sort of lost a little perspective on that, maybe right. at least at least you know from my vantage point. Right. But yeah, I mean, so so yeah, so you're right. So it's like in ter- in terms of delivery mechanism, how can you communicate with the fans? How can you turn more people on to more music now that we have more time here? It's like, dude, turn off the news and turn up the jams you know like like let's 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 get some positive energy into our lives you know right and i i've had a i've had a i've had a spotify playlist that i've been doing for since 2016 and i've been really kind of committed to providing you know doing that and paying attention to underground bands and, and 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 all of that and um and so then, and then I was been long time inspired by DJ shows that are on, on Mixcloud or SoundCloud or whatever. So there's like Pat Harrington 
has a show called Electric Beard of Doom. Right. Um, Melissa has Stoner Witch Radio. Johnny has um, Hour of the Riff. Um, there's like Mr. Weirdbeard show. There's Billy and John show, the Doomed and Stone show. Right. So there's a lot, a lot of, there's a very robust underground scene of support and, and, and fans. And there's a lot of music out there too. I mean, you know, the, the, in this scene, there's, you know, there's upwards of 500 albums a year being released. Wow. Um, and and so, and so you know you're trying to make sense of it all so so now within spotify you have the ability to to create you know sort of dj shows like that where you can pull in songs and uh so i was like well this is a great opportunity more people are home listening to music this is a good time for me to be able to create a show that i've always wanted to do so i started the the volume forever podcast which is basically just bringing my playlist to life Right. So it, right. it's it's kind of taking themes from the, the songs and, and collecting them into a, a curated hour long package that I kind of talk everybody through. And uh, and it's been it's been a fun time. So this morning I, I launched uh, episode 12. That was my my 12th episode. And um, and yeah, man, it's 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 been a fun time. I mean, it's kind of really sort of supportive of the underground music scene and putting the spotlight on all these all these bands and, and record labels and uh, yeah man it's i'm having fun with it too it's been it's been a it's been a good time people seem to enjoy it yeah yeah I, I can tell when i listen to the podcast like you are into this genre and i'll just nerd out with you for a minute like i listened to like the last five episodes and you're playing a lot of the bands that i've been listening to for some of them for a decade or more you know like green right. they've been around since 2008 you've played them you know a lot yeah. of the swedish stoner rock bands and i don't know what's going on with sweden but there's just some badass rock and roll coming out of there and i've been yeah. listening, you know bands like blues pills and uh i just started listening to low rider and you know you've had bands like whores on there which we've had on the podcast and mm-hmm. it just seems like it's it's such a good idea for people of your stature because you've been in the business for so long to do things like this i mean because there's there's always the naysayers saying that rock and roll is dead and the whole thing is it's alive and well but we just need more people to shine a light like you said in a positive manner on the internet i think the internet needs more positive people than ever before but it's good to have people like you as well as us constantly telling people about these bands because they need help more now than ever and the creativity of the art of rock and roll is still very much alive it just seems to be more in the underground but we need to we need to try and help boost that up when when it when it when it all opens back up you know yeah you're totally right and a lot well the primary reason why i started putting together a playlist is that so many people would you know in the midst of a conversation uh, it would be like i don't i don't hear uh, i never hear any good music man you know like I, I i don't hear any there's no cool bands out there and i was like well you're just not looking in the right place and it's not your fault because you do really need to go on a deep dive to find a lot of this stuff right and and, and, and it's not easily accessible it's not it's not in your face you know whenever i was growing up we really had sort of two main points of curation and gatekeepers and it was mtv and terrestrial radio now obviously there was you know underground scenes and there was stuff brewing um that you could that you could get into um you know but 
but there was there was a really easy way to discover you know the top tier of music right turn on the radio or you turn on mtv and you'll see a Def Leppard video and you know you'll see a Twisted Sister video you know like right. you know like like you could discover stuff that way and now there's a million touch points of curation and stuff so and and gatekeepers right there's a million gatekeepers and and if you're a person that was used to just flipping on the radio or or the TV and let them do the heavy lifting for you right it was easy to make a decision if you if you wanted to get the you know the the new madonna record or not right right um where where whereas whereas now you have to really go looking for that information it's not it's not as easy anymore um and and um and so so that was that was the whole idea of when someone would go like man i don't hear any new good music and i'd be like well here's a link to my playlist and there's literally 300 bands on there <laughs> right, know, with, right like there's like 300 songs of bands that put out music this year like this isn't some old crusty stuff that's been kicking around for 10 years that you just didn't pay attention to right like this these are new bands putting out new records every year and there is some killer shit going on and you need to be aware of it if you think nothing is happening right and and so that was the whole that was the whole point of it is that i could i could kind of squash that type of conversation of someone not knowing anything and, and quickly going like man here's a bunch of stuff to sit through and pull out your favorites and get into it man you know like find these bands follow them buy their t-shirts you know like re really kind of support it all so so that that was that was the origin story of you know kind of how all this sort of started so yeah man you're totally right yeah, there's a you know there's a lot of little podcasts starting to do that too. I'm, I'm starting to hook up with a bunch on Twitter, and we're starting to jump on each other's podcasts and, and back and forth. So that's even helping it the message grow even more. You know, to kind of keep it like how the comedians were doing it with their podcast a couple of years ago and how they built up their scene that way. And I keep trying yes. to, I keep trying to tell people that it's like just jump on each other's podcasts, have a conversation about it, and 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 promote each other. And in in there, you'll you'll also promote the bands and have bands on your podcast, man. I mean, and they'll share it, and it just it grows like that in the underground, which I think is, I think it kind of needs to stay there because if it gets too mainstream, it starts getting a little watered down and shitty, you know. So let's keep it popular enough, you know, to where they can make <laughs> a living, and uh, you know, kind of take care of it that way, you know. It's a, it's just an incestual thing, I guess, in a, in a sense, but it, it needs to be at this point. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's if there's an agenda for my podcast, it's specifically that it's to to not only shine a light on a bunch of bands that maybe people haven't heard of before, but also too is to kind of unite the scene and bring people together. For instance, the episode 12 that I dropped today, um, it's a it's a very specific focus on a uh, record label called Heavy Psych Sounds. And it's you know it's a group of, of their bands that have releases you know out or coming out, and uh, and I curated all that and I put that out there and you know I let the label know and I let the, the bands know like hey like I got this episode out there and everybody's you know copying it and sharing it and retweeting it and, yeah. and stuff and and it and it's it's positive man it's productive it's like right you know it's it's what we need in our lives you know. 
absolutely and the and the artists do too man i I think this is a a great opportunity for all the fans to get ahead of the game with all these new releases so when it does come time to go out and play shows again you'll they'll be these bands will be on the radar and then you have to get out and you know buy the tickets man buy the buy the merch buy all that shit so i think i think we're in a pretty pretty good position that kind of brings me to your your next new gig which i'm very curious about because not a lot of people know like the roles of the folks in on the outside of the bands you know um they don't know they don't really know what it what type of work goes in to promoting these bands and helping them get to the next level and that's kind of what what your new position kind of is i would i would assume because you're actually um signing bands for uh, ripple music right yes so i've always i whenever i got into the more of the focusing on the business side of things and it started you know i started managing bands about 15 years ago um i really wanted to do a and r that was sort of my initial passion was i really wanted to find bands sign them help them make records make awesome records you know that that was really that was really a, a, a strong passion of mine that i've always wanted an opportunity to do and and then todd from ripple music came to me with an idea and he's like hey man like why don't why don't you sign bands at ripple but then like kind of put your thumbprint on those and i go man like you're speaking my language this is something that right. I, i've always this is something that i've always wanted to do you know and uh so you know we figured it out and um yeah i mean i'm able to i'm able to sign bands at ripple but i think more than that uh is i i'm actually doing proper a and r working with the bands and and working with all the pieces that go into making an album and putting it out and so i'm in there helping them with the songs right right i'm 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 really kind of i mean i'm I'm actually going in deep like it's because the thing of it is is like sure i could sign a band but if if the band doesn't want to work with me that's not it's not really of any interest to me i'm not interested in just signing some band and putting it out through ripple that's that's not what this relationship is about it's kind of more about like let's sign some bands sure but signing a band that wants to work with me and where i can bring sort of my experience and credibility into the situation and mentor them and kind of train them and 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 help push them a little bit out of their comfort zone right with the intent of 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 really developing a product that maybe they wouldn't do if left to their own devices right um so so you know understanding what a band's capable of and pushing them to max out their limitations to get them to create a product that is potentially the best album of their career and also potentially you know shining a spotlight on the scene because this band just made a killer record that has the potential to break into the mainstream and then that then all just cycles back into the scene and it creates you know more awareness for everybody so i i feel like it's it's easy for it to sound like i'm just signing some bands but there really is a much stronger agenda to it um and uh and look i'm excited you know i'm I'm super excited to have the opportunity and and uh you know i mean i think at this point like uh, we're signing like under my sort of special projects banner um i think we're about seven or eight 
fans deep at this point. So, you know, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely coming in hot. <laughs> for it, sure. It sounds like uh, you're kind of taking the old school route of AR. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's well, you're, art, artist, you're totally right. it's artist development, you know, and it almost sounds like a producer role a little bit. Is, is that correct? You're, you're, you're totally right. And, and, and thank you for, for picking that up is, is, and, and, and when I say this, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like the old guy of like, oh man, it used to be so much better back in my day. Like I'm not being <laughs> right. that guy. Like, uh, yeah. Right. You, you know, but because of this opportunity, there was something special about the time that bands were signed or even bands that were created labels that were created right. was out of the was strictly out of the passion of making music and that was it right like whenever like when I, you know i started my first band or you know i was in my first band in 1985 and we were signed to metal blade in 1986 and we didn't we didn't start a band in 1985 we didn't want to be in a band in 1985 because we thought it was a legitimate career choice <laughs> right <laughs> right right like like being in a speed metal band in 1985 was not a was not a career path right, right? Like, like it wasn't like you did it because you loved doing it and and we were signed to metal blade records and Brian Slagle started Metal Blade Records out of his mom's garage, you know, creating compilation records for the the, the love and the passion of music. At the time, like he didn't he didn't start it because of that it was going to be like a career choice, you know. Right. Like it, it it for for you know the fortunate few, it turned into one, and it, and, it, and it has become one. You can start a band now as a, as a you know potential career choice. Right. Um, sure, but not then. You know, so then a, a band like mine got signed because the label thought it was cool, right? Like that's right. That's it. And and I, and and for me, for this, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like the old guy, but like I really want to sign bands and focus on bands that I think are cool that have the potential to make a really great record, and I want to be involved with that process. And it has nothing to do with the amount of followers they have on Instagram or right. the amount of views that their videos have on YouTube. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do by taking a more old school approach with like, this band is cool and I wanna make a bitchin' record with them. And and do, do I like it? Do I think it has potential? Can we do something cool together? And that's, and that's I mean, I'm simplifying it. Right. But that really is the approach that I'm I'm taking. Like, if if in the midst of all this, we do find the next Greta Van Fleet, for instance, right? Uh, you know, or something that can bring uh, a unique rock and roll sound to to the above the underground and, right. and bring it more mainstream. Fuck yeah, man! Yeah. That's that's great. But right. that's and that's going to happen organically that's not that's not because we're sitting around going man what can we do to sell a million records right that's 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 not the agenda man like right it's gonna have it's gonna happen organically because we're we're doing all the right things right and and if it does happen that's great and we will make sure that it happens in all the right ways so that it right. is cool and so that it is credible and um you know that it it does put the right positive attention on everything that we're doing you right. know on, on on the scene and everything but um 
but yeah, man, that's 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 the way that's that's how we want to approach it. That is a mindset for success, my man. I mean, we we talk about this all the time, and and to clarify my 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 position, yeah, I want these bands to be successful. You know, it doesn't mean when they get successful, they're not good anymore. But you just said it. You just hit it right on the head. It's like you got to have bands that want to work and want to grind out. You know, all you know. There's a lot of really successful bands now, but well, not a lot. There's there's some that are really just breaking out now. They've been around for ten years, you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, they've been starving in a van for ten years, and they're, they're just now starting to make enough money to make a living, and they threw all of it in to do that. And we talk about that all the time because there's a lot of new, you know, younger kids that don't understand that, you know, they they want the glitz and the glamour of it all, but they don't understand what it takes to actually get there if you want to do good art you know what i mean and and so yeah you just you just brought that home with that whole point it's like that's what you got to do so making records with the bands i mean a, a lot of times with artist development it takes you know two or three records you know to really dive deep and and get them into a career status is that is that also kind of the mission statement of, of ripple as far as as far as artist development I, I mean, uh, you're, you're right. And potentially some of the bands that I am signing actually do have a few records out and, and to where they have sort of laid the foundation, but you know, they're, they're just at that tipping point where someone like me comes in and helps them see, see their, their potential and really kind of help them craft the best album of their career. That's the idea. Right. And, and some bands, some bands are on their, on their debut record you know maybe they got a couple singles out and and, and what have you but but yeah so it's 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 kind of a, across the board like even earlier someone was asking me like could i sign a band like um the skull which is you know guys from um trouble right, right. who are you know older been around the block a few times or whatever and i'm like yes i could if that band thought that they needed someone like me in their in their business helping them and trying to guide them to make an amazing record right like right. They, they quite as seasoned veterans right they might be guys it's like it's cool bro like we've got it handled like, right don't, right don't worry about it and then and then that's not 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 a good fit for me but if they came to me and they're like oh hey man like we really you know kind of admire the things that you've done and we think that maybe we need someone like you in our business to help level us up because you know maybe you know whatever it is we just need that that extra voice in there guiding us right then potent potentially then there is you know some there there is a potential in there like if, if i'm given the opportunity to make the best the skull record possible that's a tremendous opportunity you know and, yeah. I would, and i would and but it's so you know it, it, there's kind of there's no real rigid parameters on this it's just finding the right things that make sense given you know what parameters that we do have right right that sounds that sounds straight up look like the right way to go about it man you're perfect on this <laughs> i'm glad to hear yeah. it it, make, it pumps me up um you know i want to shine a light on ripple music because i know they're they're a, you know pretty small label i guess still they've been around for a while what do you, do you know a little bit of the history and how it came to be it started off, um, Todd Severin, it started off as uh, 
more of a, a blog site. You know, I mean, it, you know, look, I mean, we're all fans. I, right. I think inherently we're, our, our origin is we're all music fans and we love music and we want music in our lives and that's important. Um, but it started off as the, the ripple effect, which is a blog that actually still exists. But he was like, he was like reviewing records. Um, and then at some point someone's like, well, dude, why don't, why don't you just put out my record? And he's like, okay. And he, and he figured it out and he made, you know, ripple music. And, and, um, and then it just kind of, you know, kind of, uh, just steamrolled from there. He, uh, he's been, you know, ripple music has been around for 10 years. Um, they've put out some amazing records. They've worked with some amazing bands and, and, and I like the infrastructure. I like their deals. They're very artist friendly. Um, how they're doing, how they do it. Um, it's very collaborative. Uh, it's not, um, you know, it's not suit and tie, gross business, bu business guy, right. you know, like right. gross industry stuff, man. It's, it's, it's very, and I, cause I wouldn't, I, you know, look, I, I wouldn't want to work in a situation like that anyway. Right. Um, y you know, it's, it's sort of against, it goes against the credibility that I've built you know over the years right and so, so so what i'm doing is within ripple music is very artist friendly and uh, and uh fo you know focused on on that for, right. for sure and, right um, but yeah ripple ripples ripples great i mean they're they're an underground label but man the, the strength is there and um and they and they have a good network and and they have a great credibility as well um so i'm, I'm stoked to be able to work with them it sounds like it's going to be a, a, a good match for you guys, man, with both po with the podcast and, and you being A&R with these guys. I wish like yep. I wish somebody like Phil and Selma would start a podcast. He started one like 10 years ago, but he's got Housecore Records. And like he right. should do the same thing just, just so he has weekly content. I don't understand why the guy doesn't because he has the gift of gab, man. I mean, it, w it would be great if he did something like that, too, and kind of, you know, did like a, uh, like a collab with Ripple or something. Well, you know, we'll see, you know, maybe that will come down the road someday. Something like that, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I that is a, that is a very fair kind of comparison to bring up. Whereas like, you know, Phil has this very specific taste in music. He is a fan, right? He'll be the first one to right. tell you that he is a, a, a fan of music. You watch any interview with that guy, man, he, he knows his shit, right? He's very in tune with the underground. He's got a very specific taste in music you know he's got the label he's got but yeah you're right could could he build out some brand extension to get his voice out there and, and put more of a spotlight on music that he digs and bands that he signs and stuff that he wants to promote yeah man i, I think that's the world we're living in now and yeah you know people like people like us we we have to it's the right thing to do right, it, right. it's like we kind of we, we, we kind of owe it to the fact that we've been given a tremendous opportunity that we get to play heavy metal for a living. Right. Yeah. Like that's, like I said, man, like that wasn't, that wasn't a real career path <laughs> right. whenever we, whenever we started this. So the fact that we have the opportunity to, to be able that, you know, heavy metal pays our bills. I mean, that, that is a, that is a glorious day yeah, and it, 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 and it's our responsibility to, to give a little bit back. I, I think. Yeah, that's, that's, I agree 100%. Now in this, this year's been tough. I mean, on I, I'm kind of you know I'm curious like how how is a small label like Ribble kind of surviving? Is it in a in a COVID environment? Is, is it kind of better for the label because there's a lot more streaming and people probably buying more records and shit and staying at home? Yeah, I mean Ripple aside, uh, I mean you talk to you talk to any 
any label, whether it's, you know, Southern Lord or Nuclear Blast and, you know, what, yeah. what have you. I mean, it, like the, the labels in the midst of COVID are actually thriving. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of things like you said, a lot of more people are, are, are streaming. Um, vinyl sales are through the roof. Um, Bandcamp band is is offering you know deals where they're they're waiving their fees. Yeah. Uh, you know the, all these labels, Bandcamps are, 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 are crushing it. Um, you, you know, I mean, you, you talk to even even the bands like labels aside. I mean, talk to some of these bands. Like I talked to a band the other day, and they're like, "Dude, we made the most money this year without touring than we ever have as as a band." Wow. Because. <laughs> That's because crazy. they've been able to, they've been able to engage their fan base and sell merch and records and do live streams and, and stuff and and uh, the, you know just the opportunity is is really there. I mean, people are, are paying attention. There's a lot less there's a lot less distracting you, right? Um, you know, and, and people and because you know they're around now and stuff. So yeah, now now it's actually a, a really good time that all of this is kind of coming to fruition, right? Um, and, and 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 potentially maybe organically that's why it is. That's awesome. I, you know, it feels like maybe a rock and roll renaissance is on the way. We'll see, dude. We'll see. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I think you're right. I feel, I feel, I feel like you're you're right about that. Yeah, let's, fingers crossed. Are you? Uh, yeah. How are your bands? Are you guys playing any at all? Or are you getting together or just kind of staying separate still? No, man. I haven't. I mean, I haven't picked up a bass. In- I don't know, a year. Fuck, <laughs> really? That sucks, dude. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. I've just focused my attention on things that I know that need my attention. Right. And, Do you uh, miss it, though? I just, mean, you're, you're like, just, damn it. I, know what, I need to play today. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, I was playing, you know, not that frequently anyway. So not a lot for me has changed, but, you, you know, the opportunity just for everybody else right um you know certainly you know that i mean i know people are itching to get out there and play and if i get an opportunity to play again you know certainly i'll be i'll be stoked about that Hell yeah um and uh and I, I look forward to you know i mean we have an aussie tour scheduled for you know january 2022 and i sincerely hope that happens right that'd be awesome Jeez, i we miss it we're freaking we just did a podcast with with another rock podcast and he was saying the same thing it's just like damn man that's like i can't wait to get yeah. back in those clubs and be a fan or be a musician both you know i miss them both so it's like i'm 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 hurting man i need to play soon but uh that's good hopefully hopefully soon we can all get back out on the stages dude um but thanks for uh thanks for talking to me again let's let's do this let's let's touch let's uh keep in touch and uh we're an ally man let me know if you need anything from us and uh we'll uh i'll keep in touch and we'll uh maybe get another episode coming down the road Without a doubt, man. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for taking the time, and I look forward to talking with you more. Awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll keep eyes on what you're doing, man, and I'll spread the word as much as possible. Right on, buddy. I appreciate it. Take it easy. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.